It's Thursday, January 12th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. An outage with a federal pilot alert system cascaded into a nationwide logjam at U.S. airports Wednesday, snarling thousands of flights and temporarily stranding travelers across the country. The breakdown of the Federal Aviation Administration's Notice to Air Mission system, which provides safety information to pilots, led the agency to issue a nationwide ground stop that halted domestic departures for nearly two hours before flights were permitted to resume shortly after 9 a.m. Eastern Time. The FAA said it was investigating the cause of the outage, which prompted airlines to delay flights for hours Wednesday and contributed to more than 1,000 cancellations. The breakdown marked another large-scale disruption for the U.S. air travel industry, following crew scheduling system problems at Southwest Airlines over the holiday travel period that led the carrier to cancel thousands of flights over several days. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said his priority was to make sure the air traffic system was back up and running. In other news, the U.S. and Japan marked a new phase in their security cooperation, announcing initiatives Wednesday to protect Japanese satellites, equip Tokyo with long-range missiles, and upgrade U.S. Marine forces in the country to counter China's full-scale military buildup. The new steps are intended to give Japan a greater role in regional defense, undergirding a new military strategy Tokyo issued last month that signaled a broad shift from the strict constraints the nation imposed on its military operations after World War II. As part of the effort, the U.S. is expanding the alliance's security umbrella to safeguard Japanese satellites from attack, an undertaking previously given only to NATO allies, U.S. officials said. The two countries also reaffirmed Tokyo's decision to acquire hundreds of American Tomahawk cruise missiles to give Japan the counter-strike capability to strike targets on the Chinese mainland and in North Korea in the event of aggression. In world news, anti-government protesters in Peru clashed with police in the tourism hub of Cusco, the gateway to the Inca citadel of Machu Picchu, as an embattled government struggles to contain violent protests roiling cities in the high Andes that have cost 40 lives in the past five weeks. Groups of protesters marched through the streets of Cusco demanding Congress be closed and for President Dina Boluarte to resign while chanting, The people are fighting. Police launched tear gas at other demonstrators who on Wednesday tried to take over the airport, where foreign tourists arrived to reach some of Peru's most iconic attractions. The clashes in Cusco come two days after the most deadly day of demonstration since this nation was thrown into upheaval when then-President Pedro Castillo tried to close Congress on December 7th in what constitutional experts say was an anti-democratic power grab aimed at expanding his hold over the state. Back in the U.S., House Republicans on Wednesday opened their investigation into President Joe Biden and his family, wielding the power of their new majority to demand information from the Treasury Department and former Twitter executives as they laid the groundwork for public hearings. The Republican-led committee sent a series of letters requesting financial information from the Treasury Department about financial transactions by members of the Biden family 
and were flagged as suspicious activity. Lawmakers also requested testimony from multiple former Twitter executives who were involved in the company's handling of an October 2020 story from the New York Post about Hunter Biden. Republicans say that story was suppressed for political reasons. And flag-waving admirers lined the sidewalk outside the National World War II Museum in New Orleans on Wednesday to greet the oldest living survivor of the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor as he marked his upcoming 105th birthday. Joseph Eskenazi turns 105 on January 30th. He had boarded an Amtrak train in California on Friday for the journey to New Orleans. The other veterans, representing the Army, Navy, and Marines, flew in for the event. They were visiting thanks to the Soaring Valor Program, a project of actor Gary Sinise's charitable foundation dedicated to aiding veterans and first responders. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.